Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stobar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode number 28. My name is Bowie Stover. I use they, them pronouns, and I am so stoked to have you join me today. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. In today's episode... I have another great conversation to share with you. Recently, I jumped on a call over social media, (laughs) keeping my distance, and I had an amazing chat with a good friend of mine, Anastasia. Anastasia is a human rights advocate, a woman who has lived a trans experience. She came to Australia at the tender age of 16 with the hope of a better future. Upon landing in Australia, she found herself entangled in culture shock, discrimination, and the chaotic confusion of gender and sexuality. All those issues, on top of her years-long battle with body dysphoria since puberty and teenage angst, resulted in a debilitating battle with depression, and she found herself at the bottom of life. Now, you can listen to her voice on Joy 94.9, Australia's only queer radio station, where she's a radio presenter, a podcaster, and on occasion she is seen around Melbourne in very particular parades. She also campaigns on the side for trans and gender diverse inclusion. She works to spread the message of empathy and equality through her volunteer work and public speaking. She really looks forward to changing the way the world sees beauty, and she plans to be a comedian. I hope you enjoy our conversation, friends. Anna, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what kind of physical activities you participate in? Hey, Bowie, and hey to listeners. So my name is Anastasia Lee, and um, I am, you know, a, a woman of trans um, you know, experience. A lot of my work involves my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, tasting food. And public <laughs> and radio presenter. Well, so before the whole, you know, um, viral shamble we're in, and you know, I um, I, I actually I'm still part of Joy Nine Four Nine. It's just my show is on break, and that was how I met Bowie. You know, we were part of the show Trans POV and on Joy Nine Four Nine, and yeah. Um, yeah, and then you know I would be doing a bit of public speaking, and you know, and and I still remember what I enjoy the most when Bowie was in um was on the show with us is that um before the show we, we would exchange or act more like Bowie gave me uh, you know uh, their knowledge and you know their expertise on movement and training and uh and I appreciate it a lot. But when it comes to the activities um I participate in before this, before the whole you know viral shamble we're in I used to do a lot of high intensity inter- interval training with the rope, with the with a weighted rope. Um, however, because you know, with age four restriction, of course, like we can't have our routine to the desired length. You know, we would prefer. And so recently, and also because you know, I would be working out in my backyard, and then now because of the lockdown, 
all of my housemates and I, we are considered essential workers. <laughs> and because of that, <laughs> we decided not to interact too much at home with each other. And because yeah, right. of this whole situation, people would go to the backyard, you know, where I would normally back and work out, you know. And so, so recently, instead of jumping rope, you know, with the, with the, with that routine I used to, I would be riding bike in the reserve next to my area. Like there, there's a creek that stretches for like six or eight k's next to wow. my next in my neighborhood. And then so I would riding, I would be riding, 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 yeah, riding bike, and also I would walk to the grocery these days. And then I make sure that I do isometric movement, like you know, isometric exercises where I would be tensing my core and my legs and my butt for like 30 seconds and then rest for like yeah. 15 seconds and then keep doing it you know, until all the way home. And, you know, so it takes me 25 minutes to get to the shop and then another, yeah. another 25 to get back. And then when I get back, I have all these weights with me as well. So yeah, <laughs> that's how I, I try and keep myself active in this time. I love that. That's so good. I remember you were telling me that you would challenge yourself to clean clean your kitchen floor or doing plank. Oh my god, that was one of them, wasn't it? it was, <laughs> you know, I was so obsessed. So these, um, I was so obsessed with the whole Victoria's Secret thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like a lot of trans women, when we first started, you know, like we had cert- certain ideals, you know, for or expectations for our bodies or and dreams that one day we would look like them, like. And they are not even human, I'm telling you. And, uh, <laughs> and I still remember like, I, I would be obsessively, and that was like, you know, eight, nine years ago where I would be obsessively working out with the show in front of my face and I would mm. watch and follow the models to the T, you know, with the, what, what they do in their routine, what they eat and everything. And that was even before I transitioned. And so... I remember one particular exercise one of the uh, one of the trainers suggested to them is like the Spider-Man thingy. So I attempted to mop my floor, you know, with like four racks of <laughs> like, was it like two one on each foot and one on each hand and you're yep. like all stretched yep. out? Yeah, and then just like, keep moving. Oh my I'm telling you. <laughs> It's, it's, I remember you came in one day and you're like, my stomach is so sore. My stomach, my legs, and my back. You, because like that particular <laughs> exercise, I, I'm telling you, it's it's really yeah. um, strenuous on your body. It's really taxing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and now to think of it, like now I have more time to look within because I feel like with the restriction, it's the time for you to also work from the within. Like feasible mm-hmm. is like 20 to 40%. The rest of it is actually up to your mindset and the mm-hmm. diet you have, you know. So, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wasn't healthy, you know. That was ridiculous <laughs> for me, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of scarily impressive when you were telling me the stuff that you would do. <laughs> like, wow, that's intense, Anna. <laughs> well, uh, uh, rest assured now, like, my body is not the same <laughs> as the time we were working together. No, it's, yeah. it's, I, I'm more relaxed now, and I feel like you know, oh, um, I'm more relaxed in my body, and I um I stop feeling the guilt of not working out for one day or of not yes. being active for one day. You know, it's just I feel like yeah. in in this particular um situation that we are in on a global scale, you know, it's it's more important and it's it's more imperial for one to feel 
more connected to their feelings and you know and their and and focus more on healing the wounds because I'm pretty sure isolation would bring up a lot of you know trauma that we never got the time to deal with right and a, a lot yeah. of um, confrontation you know why else would you have like people complaining about being at home and working from home because they, <laughs> they hate themselves so much right so yeah for me, for me or like, at least they hate their own thoughts so for me it's the perfect opportunity for us like maybe just to look within a bit more because you know at the at the end of the day i feel like you know i was using physical exercise not just to strengthen my body or to appreciate my body, but more like for me to run away from certain issues, especially, yeah. you know, so, yeah. It's so easy to do. And there's so much um, messaging that's out there as well that, that says, you know, you should always be active, you should always be training, and it shames you when you're not, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's that whole kind of spin that comes on that if you're not yeah. always pushing it, you're not always working hard, well, then you're not doing the right thing for you. Mm. And it's you don't realize how much it can kind of seep into your thoughts and then how you treat yourself when you don't do the things that you think you need to do. And I think it's, um, you know, and especially in this time of isolation and pandemic, like it's even more crucial for us to, to stay attuned with ourselves because yes. now we have more time to spend on social media and, you know, like a huge portion of the media is to make us feel so insecure about our own selves. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the media in the Western world is ran by capitalism, right? And so yeah. the main goal is to really, you know, berating us, to make us, you know, to, to chop off our self-confidence so that we would never have the time to really see beyond, you know, the, the hamster wheel that we are in. And yep. what, at least that's what I believe in. And so, yeah, so that's why another, re- the re- another reason why I stopped being so, you know, harsh and even abrasive to myself if I just could not do the jumping rope workout I used to do earlier. Like as, as long as I know that, okay, I'm getting an hour of exercise and I get my crossroad done at the same time and I'm, I make sure that, you know, my thought is, you know, um, would be on like certain body parts I would like to work on during those walks, I think I'm okay. And besides, like, you know, I think we, we had this discussion before where your muscles have memories. And I'm mm-hmm. really sure, like, you know, uh, if you do that and then once this whole, you know, craziness is over, it would take you very little time to actually build up the strength you previously had before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And not only that, like what you're doing is directly developing real life strength for your everyday kind of use. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Which is so ideal because you're not only going out and getting the food and stuff that you need, but yeah, working. I I love how creative that is actually to kind of really focus on on, on using your walk as a way to challenge yourself further. And and it makes it, it sounds fun, right? And if you're moving and you're feeling like it's fun, Mm. That's so important. The thoughts we have directly influence our body. So if we're shaming ourselves for not being active, our bodies respond to that, right? But if you're Mm. doing something that you're moving, you're feeling good about what you're doing and how you're doing it, then those Mm. thoughts influence the response in your body as well. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, another reason, it's just like, you know, we, we, we have been buying too much stuff from, from capitalism, like this, I, this ideology where, 
uh, you have to take um, you know, supplements, you have to take protein shake, you know, to look mm. this way, and you have to like buy this equipment and that and you know, um, that machinery. And then we forgot that you know, our body is a machine already, you know? It's a machine on its own self. And and I and I feel like, you know, you, you don't need to do that. You know, what would because physical movement, like as long as you feel good about yourself, right? Then your body excretes all these good like feeling good hormones, which is more beneficial for your brain or for your focus span. And then whereas like, you know, the moment you start to stress about, oh, you know, I don't do this enough, I, do, I don't do that enough. Your body also produces all these, you know, depressive hormones, which then may increase, you know, um, weight, which may lead to weight gain, um, depression, you know, all these things. So, yeah. So just respond to that, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I yeah. love that you mentioned how earlier you were talking about how exercise is just that small part and thoughts and diet make up so much more of that as well. Because you're a food scientist, right? So like your yeah. your understanding of how food uh, influences our bodies is is like mm. right up there. And it's it's such an important part of it, like how what we give our bodies to build with, right? Mm. And the, how yeah. that influences how we feel, how we think, because our food influences all of that stuff too, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Because like, you know, I, I like to think, you know, um, we are also just organic matter, just like plants. And if you think about plants, right, what you should focus on would be the soil, like the nutrients the plants absorb, like the fences and the framework for the, for the plant to grow in. It's, it's, well, yes, it's mainly just for the appearance of the, of, of the plants. However, like to have a, a healthy one, to have a healthy crops, we have to pay attention to the water and to the soil it's in, right? So yeah, and, and, and we are the same, you know? So I understand that a lot. And you know, because I'm pretty sure I shared with you this story once before. In my second year of university, um, you know, in my dietetics lecture, I still remember there would always be a, a group of girls, not to shame them, but like they would be having their lunch, like with celery sticks and carrot sticks and dip in like low fat yogurt. And then, you know, and then I'm like, okay. And then I would be sitting at the back <laughs> eating pizza. <laughs> and, you know, like having like a muffin <laughs> or an ice cream. <laughs> and then I, would, I, I, I was just skinny. And then to think of it, because like those girls, right, they drive like, okay. So they would arrive to the lecture, to, to the lecture theater, like driving. Whereas like for me, I would walk to the bus stop and then I would walk to the mm -hmm. train station and I would walk home, you know, and yeah. And then so like even just like those tiny little activities, they, they all count into something, right? And even Absolutely. doing all, all these isometric movement, even when you are doing your shopping, at the end of the day, it adds to not only your, your energy expenditure, but it's also because you are focusing on your muscle group, right? So it helps to increase your basal metabolic rate slightly as well. So, you know, mm -hmm. those things, they all add up. It's just not one aspect, you know, it's everything. Absolutely. And our bodies don't have this kind of thought themselves that says, <clears throat> well, this movement counts and this movement doesn't. Exactly. So if you move in this particular way, well, then I'm going to improve my physical abilities. But if you don't move like this, sorry, I'm just going to ignore that you moved at all. <laughs> it's like, that's not a thing. All our bodies, all our bodies understand is they're moving. 
And yeah. then like purely that is it. Yeah. And then like, yeah. Have I, have I shared with you that recently I've had my period? <laughs> no. Okay. So, so since the last time we met each other, you know, like how there, there would be nights where I say to you, I, I don't feel that great or, you know, like this and that. Yeah. And then I've paid attention and it happened in specific cycle and turned out, yeah. So I, so I've been experiencing menstruation less or like menstruation free period. So, yeah, okay. which is very fascinating to me, right? For mm. I, I was born assigned a male at birth. And then, so for me to experience this, like I, I did not know what was going on until I actually, you know, um, use a diary, right? And then, and I record everything down and it turned out, okay, so apparently my cycle, it actually in synchronized with the, the moon cycle. And really? my pick, my pick, would be the three days of the fullest moon. And then like three days before that, like my body would be into this mode of like eating stuff that I would never eat. <laughs> Do you like crave, crave carbs hardcore? Oh my gosh, I'm telling you. So I <laughs> normally, I don't eat rice. Like I eat like um, bread, like multi-grain bread and things like that. But then leading up to my peak, like to the three full, full moon days, I would be craving like not only carbs, yeah, but also like sodium, like all these yeah. like very sodium, like salty stuff. stuff. Yeah, and then it depends on the month as well. Where like last month, uh, my craving was just like butter, dip into sugar and salt. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> I know, I, I know, it's just so weird. And then there would be one occasion where I was just craving for lard, like pork fat. And I wow. would like pork fat, cube them, and then fry them in pan, scoop out the crunchy bit as a snack, right? And then the melted fat in there, the lard in there, I use it to like fry garlic. And I use that lard, just like slather on my bread and, and ate it. So it's just so weird. And then three and then the three or four days after my peak would be where, you know, my stomach would be resenting. <laughs> <laughs> And then you know, it, it, and and then now it's like a, a monthly thing for me, and 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 because of that, you know, it affects. It also affects, you know, my ability to, to, to be able to motivate my own body, to do the things like you know, because mm -hmm. it, honestly, sometimes it's just so much, you know, built up um, gas. <laughs> And, and and I you know and, and and so you know I I I just you know I'm, I I start feeling guilty about that really I just stop and then so those days where I don't have the energy like I'm you know it's just like when I wake up there would be days especially during that time like that nine to ten days window frame um there there would be moments where I got up and I'm like you know what I I should want to be in bed all day today and so. I use the last, the last bit of um, strength I have and visualizing that, you know, I am doing some exercise and I would squeeze my butt. I would, I would squeeze my arm. Like I try doing all these little things, you know, um, even yeah. when I'm at one spot. Like I even have this next to my bed. That is a re, it's it's a like a resistance band. band. Yeah. And, I, and I, I would use it in bed, you know, because I feel like, you know, because those things like physical movement is not just about building the muscle or give you that you know and, and that model s shape is more about helping strengthening your mind too 
And so I, mm-hmm. I know that, you know, um, and I guess like I would be fully aware that, you know, I had been eating things that would not be beneficial for my heart and my waistline. It's time to do something, you know? So yeah, it's just fascinating. Like how body is, you know, my body is reacting to hormones in that way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's um, cause elevated estrogen levels, which happen around a period, really often cause um, cravings for carbohydrates and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. not surprising, <laughs> but just, yeah, so interesting to hear how you have that experience. Do you find you get physical discomfort at all as well? Or like just lethargy yeah. and just those cravings? No, for well, food? as I explained earlier, like is right below the, the, the belly button. Like sometimes mm. I feel like there's a lot in there, but trust me, there's nothing in there. It's <laughs> kind of feeling, which I don't understand. And that it happens every month. And I yeah. and I consult it with my GP, and he said, "Well, you know, um, it is rare. It, it it really happens, but it does happen, and you know, and that's part of your womanhood, you know." And I'm like, "Okay, mm-hmm. yeah." And then so, yeah, like that feeling where honestly, like those days, I would be struggling to put my jeans on, <laughs> and then like as soon as that, like those days are over, like everything went back to normal. Like I got back mm-hmm. my, my normal chain size and I'm like, that's yeah. just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's fun. And, and, and I feel like it's fun. And, and having said that, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, having a period mark your, you know, marks your womanhood. No, like a lot of things, you know, um, you know, sort of marks your womanhood, not just having a period or having menstruation, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. It's just that it, it, it's just it's exciting to see like how your body is such a mere is such a miraculous um, you know machine like it's it's adapt yeah. everything you consume and you ingest it's just a, it's crazy. Yes, yeah. Abs- yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it yeah, it's always it's always baffled me how like within a twenty four hour per- period it's possible to go from feeling <laughs> like totally disgusting to just back to normal it's just like oh mm. uh, that's over <laughs> and it, and it's so strange because like for me like even my hair like during during those days my hair get crazier than normal like normally i would wash my hair like once every four or five days because i have thick hair you know that right um yeah and then but then during those days like my hair get crazy and then not only that like my my mental state of like my emotional being is very mm-hmm. it, it fluctuates it can be quite scary to people around me. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, yeah, it's like you know, like and like like one day I would be acting like you know Michelle Obama, and then the next day I I'm I'm just like Donald Trump. Like you know, it's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like on the best day, I just got more like Morrison on you know during that time of the month. You know, it's just crazy. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that comparison. <laughs> it's kind of scary. <laughs> Have you seen the videos circulating online? <laughs> yeah, I try. I try not to watch those videos with Donald Trump. They're oh just. I, I I I used to get sucked in that rabbit hole, but I'm just like I'm just I, 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 There's better things I can do with an hour of my time than listen to someone 
not even finish complete sentences. Mm. <laughs> well, because <laughs> really, may, you know, because I've been working on, on my comedy, yeah, because that's yeah. Not, that's another goal I, I plan to go into, like maybe to be like the first women of trans experience, the first woman of trans experience to do comedy and also like from an Asian background, you know, so, and so, and because like with comedy, you know, with, with, with public speaking, because technically I, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a public figure, but at the same time, I know that there would be people looking up to me and us and, you know, with public speaking, there's certain obligation you would have with the company or the organization that you are speaking in front of and the public was like with comedy, it's just a way for me to really, you know, keep my life on, on the balance, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it, I think it's great. And then, so that's why I watched Donald Trump and those, cause like my comedy can be quite politically charged. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. And then, so, so these days I, I watch it simply for inspiration and um, mm -hmm. yeah, just for comedic purposes and not so much like investing my energy in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly it. Like, cause it, it could totally be laughable in its ridiculousness. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. It's like <laughs> terrifying, terrifyingly just like, it's just like, what? honestly, I, and sometimes when I watch them, I'm like, are we in a lucid dream? Like, are we all right? having like heavy hat? Like, have we all <laughs> had some mushrooms and you know, um, it's a bad it trip. Must <laughs> be a bad trip. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, but, but apparently it's you know, it's the reality. But you know, it, it's it's fun. You know, and I feel like people tend to we get so sucked in by those negative emotions, and I think during this time, um, I think. The, the, another reason why we should focus more from the within so that we know how to drive the how we how we utilize those negative energy and use that passion to feel you know something good you know for, yeah. for something better right so I've been doing all of that myself recently so yeah <laughs> I love that that's so great and it, of all the <laughs> possible things that you can do in a time like this those sorts of really constructive steps even if they're just small steps they mm. make all the difference because it's really easy to get overwhelmed otherwise and just focus on how much negativity there is out there mm. but we have we have the capacity to work on ourselves definitely not just in a physical way because training to like develop strength and all that sort of stuff it's superficial mm. you know like it's very much just for a physiological kind of appeal or you know I can do this one thing because I have the strength to do it but mm. it doesn't necessarily build us inside yeah and but, I think yeah. um you know for trans and gender and gender diverse um individuals like exercising I think as soon as you start thinking you know I am working out just so that I look passing or like I appear mm -hmm. to that mold the society has and you know, has expected me to the moment you detach yourself from that idea and you actually start working out so that you can appreciate your body better to know that, you know, whether it's, it doesn't matter like how, how your body changes, you still appreciate it. I think that's the core of working out, you know, and exercising is to actually get you to appreciate your body better and not so much like for that superficial purpose, you know, and even now, yeah. like there are so many, well, okay. It's just, don't don't tell the police, right? There are so many little 
there's so many loopholes in this restriction. Like they let you out for one hour for exercise. Yeah. So you still mm-hmm. can do your shopping still like outside of that, that, that one hour. And then because mm-hmm. like I leave like half a K away from my laundromat. So what I would do these days is I also, that would be another trip for me to get outside and get some sun and, you know, carrying all that. So it's plenty, like there are so many ways for you to actually incorporate these isometric, um, you know, exercises into your daily routine. And, and because, of, you know, as long as you make sure that you focus on the muscle group you want to target, I think it, it it's fine, you know, it's, and yeah, and just don't be harsh to yourself, you know, just, just relax and yeah. appreciate your body, you know, because at the end of the, of the day, like you are the person who lives within that skin and not anybody else. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. No, and it's, you. and it's true. Moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so already awesome. body these days. Yeah. I love to hear that. It's I'm really happy for you because it, it can be so hard trying to f- fulfill that expectation that we feel that is out there, especially for people who are trans and gender diverse, wanting to not be misgendered or wanting to be viewed as wh- how they identify. Mm. So it's really challenging to not fall into that trap of, well, I'm transitioning. I have to do X, Y, Z so that I can be trans enough or be gender diverse enough. And it always seems mm. to follow that really similar uh, masculine, feminine style messaging that the general population for, follows as well. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, I mean, it's quite disheartening. And I think, um, and, and, and not just trans and gender diverse people, but, you know, like just the majority of people out there, like we are also, you know, insecure in our own flesh, in our own body, mm-hmm. because of the the messages we have to listen to every day, you know, and the things we have yep. to work on, you know, through these commercials, you know. So be, you know, and I feel like be kind to yourself, you know, like when you do advocacy, and a lot of us, a lot of trans and gender diverse people, we are doing advocacy, right? We are doing our work from a place of compassion and suffering. But then, like, how can you do it, you know, to its most efficient when you can't even be compassion, compassionate and kind to yourself? So, you know, just, just, mm. just be kind to yourself and understand that no matter how your body appears, no, no matter how, no, no, no matter, like, the kind of physical um, limitation you may think you have, your body is amazing. The fact that your body is responsible responding to just like a tiny little peels is crazy right and so Mm -hmm. just remember that like your body is one of the most efficient machine like and the most intricate work out there so just just appreciate it you know and and enjoy it you know so yeah yes i love that oh thank you so much anna this has been really great oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) i mean i hope i you know i've been helpful um you know with everything so yeah (laughs) if there's anyone out there who wants to follow you on social media or get in touch with you do you have any sort of outlets for them to do that yes so um they can follow me through trans pov on joy 949 on facebook uh with my personal facebook page or profile um you can only follow (laughs) although you can send me a message request and i can add you in 
Um, I'm not that active on Instagram. I've been trying to, but you know, so many creeps out there. Uh, so they, <laughs> I, I stopped using those date those dating apps, and now I have people like looking for me on on Instagram, and I'm not, and they are not like the that's full on. Um, but then yeah, my Instagram is Rainbow in the Ashes, one word, and that's it. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I'll Thank put you, that. Bobby. I'll put that in the show notes for people yeah. to be able to follow. But cool. I really you. appreciate your time this today, and it's just been so great. Hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you want to reach out and get in touch with Anastasia, you can find her on Facebook at Anastasia Lee, or you can find her on Instagram at one word rainbow in the ashes i will link to both of those in the show notes but if you want to see the great work that she's doing jump in friends and check her out she's a really inspiring an amazing human and someone who i've been very honored to have worked with in the past on joy 94.9 as a co-host for our podcast that we ran then trans pov you can also find episodes of that <laughs> on the great internet I can link to all of those episodes if you want to hear some of Anastasia's work there. Now, if you have any questions about today's episode, please reach out and let us know. Again, you can reach out to Anastasia if you want to ask her stuff, or you can reach out to me and I can answer questions or I can relay those messages onto Anastasia if that's what you're going for. You can follow us if you want to Check out what we're doing on Facebook at Fearless Movement Collective or on Instagram, which is where we are the most, at fearless underscore movement underscore co, uh, non-gendered fitness as non underscore gendered underscore fitness, or me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot envy. Until next week, friends, remember, regardless of what our experiences have been in life, of where we are at now, it doesn't mean that's where we have to stay. There's always going to be ways that we can work on moving forwards and finding positives in our life finding avenues where we can shape change and truly work on becoming the people that we feel that we are inside have a right as day passed